Galatians 3, 13 and 14. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who is hung on a pole. He redeemed us in order that the blessing given to Abraham might come to the Gentiles through Christ Jesus, so that by faith we might receive the promise of the Spirit. Last week I ended with verse 13 as the final word because in light of Paul's ongoing discussion about what the law brings about in our lives, a curse, we see Christ taking that upon himself so we may no longer have to live under the burden of not being enough. Once again, these verses identify the continuation of the Jewish faith. Abraham was given a blessing by God not because of righteous things he had done, but because of the free gift of God. This blessing was to work its way through Abraham to all nations and peoples, not just Jews. Tribalism is the idea of being organized into smaller groups, such that they have similar verbiage, beliefs, customs, etc. The word may bring to mind days long ago when our ancient ancestors lived on the land instead of the organized societies we have today. It may feel like a distant idea we don't deal with. However, if we pay attention, we'll see tribalism is alive and well today should be noted that tribalism isn't a bad thing in and of itself. It's actually how we survive and thrive as a species. Getting together with people who look like us, talk like us, believe like us, provides a safe and secure place to grow and develop. Oftentimes, our ability to go outside of our tribe or group has a lot to do if we feel safe and secure in our identity with a certain group. Think of when you were growing up in junior high or high school. As you tried to figure out who you were, what you believed, You likely hung out with different people at different times. I existed in several tribes or groups. I had my family as one. During basketball and baseball season, those were my tribes. During show choir season, I was much more connected to that group. But I also had different tribes during football season, which I tested because I didn't play that sport. I remember exploring different friend groups during this time. However, I always had a couple of connected friends or groups I would feel safer with. And when those relationships thrived, I was able to venture out beyond because I knew I always had a safe spot to land. However, it should be apparent tribes can be toxic. I remember some of my friends' groups having disdain for others and treating them as such. If only we would have grown up since high school as well. Today in the larger culture, we see tribalism alive and well in political parties, sports teams, or diet and exercise regimens. Pretty much every level of society has tribes that seem to both provide a safe haven to gather with those you agree with, yet also a space where vitriolic actions take place. I identify all of this because during the time the letter of Galatians was written, tribalism not only was alive and well, just as it is today, but it likely cost you a lot more to go outside of your tribe, sometimes even your life. We saw earlier in the letter how tribalism played a key role in Peter not walking in step with the truth of the gospel. This is what makes Jesus so compelling. His life, death, and resurrection were meant to bind all people together, regardless of nationality, language, beliefs, or lifestyles. And this isn't some sort of transformational unity where Jesus bound together people by forcing a change in any of these things. Instead, Jesus' death on the cross brought together people of all nations and tribes positionally, not functionally. If Jesus would have brought us together functionally, It would have had to occur by a change in our lifestyle or language, likely a forced one. This is what other religions offer. Believe first in a set of propositions and change your lifestyle. Then you can belong to our religion. Jesus, however, flips the script. He says you belong in my family not because of your work, but because of mine. 
You were cut off from the Father, and I grafted you in by taking the curse of your separation upon myself. Jesus was separated from the Father for my sins, so that I would never have to be separated from the Father again. This is a positional unity. It is one we cannot earn, but simply accept as a gift. This is the fuel that can change the interactions of those around you who you may feel at odds with because of differences. I remember years ago, one of the kindest men I ever met was watching an Ohio State football game and rooting against them. The way he spoke against them was foreign to my previous experiences of his personality. He seemed like a different man, angry, bitter. It was like something had possessed him in that moment. And this was all because he was an SEC fan, and so hating Ohio State was a prerequisite. Seeing such a kind man like that made me step back from my own silly tribes. It made me wonder why I have had such disdain as a Hawkeye fan for other bases. To be clear, I'm still very tribalistic about my Hawkeyes. But I do find myself more thoughtful about the silly ways I dislike people because of their group identity, instead of seeing them as created in the image of God, a unique person who Christ died for. The gospel can at times break through my tribalism and help me see others as God sees them. Your word of encouragement today is this. Jesus redeemed us that the blessing of one tribe, the Jews, would now be a blessing for all tribes into one new family, the family of God. This is what you are now part of, by grace, through faith in his Son. Rest in that today.